Hey, I'm Mike Lemieux, and I'm here to help you get social. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tools I've been teaching entrepreneurs for the past decade to help you learn how to use social media to grow your business. Using social media the right way is so much more than just hitting the share button. You have to have balance, a plan, and a place to start. Let's go. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm I'm elated to be able to be here and share with you today and, and do this podcast episode. I've been contemplating and wanting to do a podcast for literally years, but for some reason, it was never the right time. I couldn't figure out why, but it was either because I procrastinated it or because when I start thinking about what I wanted to talk about, it just never made any sense. I had a lot to talk about, especially, you know, in the business space and influencer marketing space, but I just, I never could quite put a finger on what I wanted to share. And I always felt stuck and I didn't know what I was, what I was going to do. And so I would just wait. And I wish you could see where I am right now. I'm in my closet. I'm, I'm in the closet of my office and there's this, these little foam pads that I bought off Amazon all taped up on my wall around me to help me try to take away the vibration. And I have yoga mats on the ground to help. And I have blankets around me and I'm, I'm just trying to absorb all that extra, all that extra vibration, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I, I just, I'm starting. And this is a perfect segue into today's episode because truly, there is no better time to start and to do whatever it is that you're wanting to do than literally in this very moment. I hope that as you listen to me right now, and I'm so grateful and glad that you are listening, I hope that you realize that this is true, that the dream and the thing that you have been putting off and wanting to do has to start now. You've got to start now. You don't have time to waste anymore. You've got to start. I want to I, I want to start by talking about what I do. If this is the first time that you've come across me or you really aren't sure what I do, currently I am a coach and I teach how to make money with social media. This this is for product-based companies, service-based companies, coaches, any type of service like an esthetician, a dentist, a massage therapy, product-based, whether it's textiles or mattresses or beds or food, restaurants, anything that you do, I teach how to use social media to grow that business. The way that I got here is I started out in the grocery industry and in, in a future episode, I'm going to be telling more about how I transitioned, but I knew that I needed to do something else in order to make more out of what I wanted out of life. I didn't want to be working 60 hours a week for someone else. If I was going to work that much, I wanted, to, I wanted it to be for me. But I always felt that, that sticking point. I had a lot of roadblocks. And today, in today's episode, I'm talking about getting clarity and just knowing your destination and how to start. How to start. The most common thing that people, when I talk to them about coaching 
and, and I'm getting on the phone with them for the first time, determining if they're the, a right fit for my program, and if I'm a good fit for them too, is I say, where do you want to go? What are you wanting your life to look like? And 95% of the people don't actually know. And it's very fascinating to me. It's, it's nothing bad. We just, we don't realize that we have choices in the matter, that we don't have to do anything other than what we want. When we grow up, we're told that there's a certain list of rules and things. And for me, I was told by, by many, many people that what I would do was I would go to high school, I would graduate, I would, I would serve a, a mission for my church, I would come back, I would go to college, I would get married, I would have kids, I would work for 30, 40 years doing a job that you know I would just be forced to do and I had no idea what that would be, but I would have a job for 30, 40 years and then I would die and that's it. And that was life. I quickly realized that that plan doesn't work for everybody and it especially didn't work for me. But the problem that I faced wasn't that I didn't know that that was true for me. The problem that I faced is that I didn't know what I wanted my destination to be. And that's what 95% of people say when I ask them that question. They don't know where they want to go. So I'm asking you that question today too. But once you figure that out, okay, once you figure out where you want to go, what are the roadblocks next? Because there's a huge long path that's going to take you to that destination, but you have to remember what's holding you back from getting there, okay? So right now we're going to talk about some of the things that, that people feel when they're starting off on that path and how to get around it. Some of the most common things that I see are people are afraid of failing. Gosh, I, it happens so often. I'm, I'm afraid that it won't work. I'm afraid that I'll start and I won't, I won't get it right. Does that ever happen to you? I bet it does. And if it doesn't, you're lucky. You're awesome. The fear of putting yourselves out there. Oh, man, I, I relate to that. <laughs> I've shared some personal stuff online on my, about my life on my social media, and I'm going to share some personal things in this podcast, too. And it's, it's nerve-wracking, the fear of ridicule from others. What will they think of you? If you share this or that, what, what will that mean? What will your parents think? What will your friends think? What will your coworkers think? What will your spouse think? It's, it can be nerve wracking. And the fear that comes from not being ready to start. you know, I didn't know if I was ready to start this podcast or not. Uh, there's no course or anything that I've taken in order to know what to do. I, I hope I'm doing this right. But I just started. You just go do it not worrying about if you're doing it right or wrong. You're just putting it out there because that's the right way of doing it is just getting it done. And there's also the belief that I don't have time or money to start something so I can't. But these are all false self-limiting beliefs, as, as I like to call them. False self-limiting beliefs, beliefs that you make or that make you think you're not ready or you can't do something. But in reality, you can. That's why they're false. So part of the problem is most people don't actually know where they are trying to get, right? They know they want to be successful, but they haven't defined what success is to them. Or if they do have a definition of success, it's often a benchmark that's so far out into the future that they just get frustrated before they ever even start. Think about it. If you say, 
I want to make a million dollars in my first year or even $100,000 in my first year of business. And I want to sell baby bibs and pacifiers. That That's a great goal. That's a really high benchmark if you've never sold those things before, if you've never created products before, if you don't have a social media or a way of selling things. That's a very lofty goal. And that's a benchmark that's so far into the future that when you start or if you even start at all, you're going to get frustrated because of how far away it feels and how far away it is. So this will make you feel stuck, not knowing what success is for you, not knowing what your destination is, or feeling like your destination is too far away. It's going to make you feel stuck. And the feelings of being stuck come from knowing you are capable of and deserve to do what you love and make money from it, but not knowing exactly what you need to do to get there that's where those feelings come from. I was there too. I was working at a grocery store, like I mentioned a minute ago. And I told them after about a year of working there, I told them, I want to get promoted. I was an assistant store manager at a grocery store. And I said, I want to get promoted. And my store manager looked me dead in the eyes and she just laughed. And I almost cried. And then she stopped laughing because she saw that I was serious. And then she shot down my dreams of a promotion right away. She said it would take eight years at least to get a promotion. And that would be even if there was a store available for me to manage at that point. And the craziest part is that if I had stayed working there for eight years, that was just last year. (laughs) Okay, so I still wouldn't have even gotten my promotion if I had listened. I, I was stuck. I was all in with the grocery business. I was there for it. I I was ready to to go the mile, the extra miles that I needed to do. I had put in the extra hours. I was ready for it. And then I was basically told like, "No, dude, this isn't happening for you." So, you know, I felt like I was supposed to be and should and could those are important. Should and could be doing something far greater than the role I was in. But I had been limited and couldn't grow any further, but I didn't know I was stuck. And more importantly, I didn't know I could get unstuck. So I want to talk for a second about how to spot when you're stuck, okay? Because most people don't know when they are, but it it comes from self-reflection. And so I want you to ask yourself these two, three, four questions and, and answer them. This is going to help you identify if you feel stuck. Number one, when do I feel the feeling of stuck? When, when do I feel that, oh man, is there nothing else for me to do? Is there nothing else that I can do with my time, with my, with my resources, with my dreams? Is there nothing else I can do? When do you feel that? What activity are you doing? If you want to pause and write that down, go for it. Otherwise, just remember it. And the second thing is, When you feel this feeling of stuck, where is the feeling physically on you? Because you're going to feel it physically. For me, I feel it right in the center of my chest, right in between my heart and my solar plexus, like just right there in the center of my body. Do you feel it in your chest? Do you feel it in your head somewhere else? Identify where the feeling is so you can recognize it when you feel it again and you can recognize that you're feeling that sticky stuckness. When you feel these feelings of being stuck, when in that moment, okay, 
determine what it is that you're doing so that you know what to let go of to make room for a new adventure. Be open to that change. You have to change if you want to see different results than you currently have. If you feel stuck, you've got to recognize it, you've got to make a decision that you're going to change, and those are the first two steps, because different outputs require a different input. If you want to live a life where you're not feeling stuck, where you feel excited about work, about what you're doing, you have to do something differently than you're doing right now. Because if you're going to do the same thing every day, you're going to feel the same way. So how do you determine where you actually want to go? Let's talk about this for a moment. How do you figure out what you want your true destination to be? And I, I bounce around a little bit here because they're all, they all happen kind of simultaneously. You have to recognize that you're stuck. You have to know where you want to go. And then you have to get going basically all at the same time. So you've got to know these things all at once and then just move on all of them all together. How do you determine where you actually want to go? How do you figure out what you want your destination to truly be? Should you shoot for something realistic? I get that all the time in my coaching applications. Well, my realistic revenue goal for the next 12 months is all the time, all the time. Do you shoot for the stars and try and come back with the moon? But the real question is, what do you want your life to be like? And I want you to pause and think about that for a moment. Ask yourself, what do I want my life to be like. If you're hoping I'm going to answer that for you, I'm not. Because the truth is, if I answer this question for you, I'm creating an expectation for you that you might not be able to or you might not want to achieve. You are the one who must decide what you want in your life. You get to choose Right now, you can choose. You actually must choose. If you don't choose what you want your life to be like, someone else will choose for you. And one day you'll wake up and discover that that is happening. It'll make you feel stuck again. And you'll wonder how to get out of there. You have the opportunity to wake up today, right now, to listen to me. I'm like your alarm clock. And don't snooze me. Get up. When I ask myself this question, this, what do I want my life to look like and, and what I wanted to do during my waking hours. The first time I asked this to myself, I thought about it for a really long time. And I determined that I wanted to work from home. I wanted to travel. I wanted to spend time with my wife. Those are a lot of the things that people tell me they want to work wherever they, they want to, whenever they want to doing exactly what they want. Right. I wanted that too. And then I started to dive a little bit deeper. I wanted to exercise more. I wanted to read more. I want to learn about my body more and how it works, learn about my brain and how it works, and a lot of other things too. And, and these might or might not be interesting to you, but the principle of what I did is the key here. Reflect on what you want in your life and what you want your life to look like, and that's how you know where your destination is. These feelings, when I think of different activities and hobbies and passions to follow, I feel it in the same place that I feel the stickiness, right in the middle of my core and my chest and, and below my heart. 
I feel them in the exact same spot, but this is a feeling of peace and excitement instead of a feeling of dread and pain. As I was thinking about each of these activities and I would pay attention and reflect on how I felt, that's how I knew what I wanted to do. So after they've discovered their destination or what they want their life to look like, most people get stuck at that point because they think of an excuse they can use that will prevent them from just starting, okay? It's easy once you make a dream and you set this goal out there and you write it down in a resolution and you say, okay, well, this is good. This is what I'm going to do. But then you don't work on it because it's too hard or there's, there's not enough time or you don't have money or you're not good enough. You have imposter syndrome. You can't, you can't do it. You're not skilled enough. You don't have enough experience, right? Usually people that do this get overwhelmed because they think that they're supposed to get to their destination in one step in one day, but that's not right. You will need to take steps daily to get where you want. So don't expect there to get in one day. Ask yourself this question, and then I I do want you to write down this answer. So I'm going to read the question, then you can pause me. Please type it out in your, if you're on your phone listening to this, type it in your notes section or text it to a friend or something. Here's the question. What can I do today to get closer to living how I want to live? What can I do today to get closer to living how I want to live? That's the question. Pause me and write down that answer. I want you to start small, but I want you to start You could say, today I can post about the progress I made on the new product or service I'm getting ready to launch. I did this and I did that. I'm excited about it. I love it. You can post that. You can post that too on your social media and hold yourself accountable and tell people what you're talking about and what you're getting ready to do. And if that's all you post, that's enough. If you can do one more thing in the day and it still makes you feel happy and it's not overwhelming to you, do it. You have to take one step at a time and you have to move those feet. At the beginning of November in 2019, I decided to participate in a sprint triathlon. It was my very first race of any kind ever. The only problem was I didn't know how to swim. And when you do a sprint triathlon, that's one third of it and you won't be able to do it if you don't know how to swim. So what I did was I called up my mother-in-law, who is a really good swimmer, and I asked her if she would give me some lessons. But prior to that, I started asking my friends who I signed up with, how do you swim? What do you do? Give me some pointers. I started watching YouTube videos. All these Olympians do these YouTube tutorials about how to do different strokes and how to breathe and and what to do and, and not to panic and all this stuff. So I started to watch these YouTube videos so that I could learn how to swim. And then the moment came where my mother-in-law and I went to the pool at the YMCA by her house, and I was standing in front of the pool getting ready to swim. And the moment that I went into the pool, everything changed. Everything that I had learned prepared me to get to the moment at the pool, but the second my feet hit the pool water, I knew that it was a totally different ball game 
than what I had been thinking it would be. And I had to get to that moment where I needed to just jump in the pool if I was going to learn how to swim. No amount of YouTube videos that I watched, no amount of podcasts listening that I did, no amount of text and phone conversations that I had with friends who knew how to swim would do the work that I needed in order to get my technique down and so that I didn't swallow water every time I went up to breathe. This is the thing that separates the people who succeed and who don't with getting started. You just have to get in the pool. The difference is one thing between successful and unsuccessful people. Successful people move, they swim, they work. Both types of people get stuck, okay? Both types of people get stuck and have fears. Both types of people also struggle with obstacles along the way. The difference is the successful people keep moving forward even if their speed slows down and they only make one baby step a day. I encourage you to start moving today and keep moving. Whether or not you know every step you need to take to get to your dream destination, to get that life that you want to be living, that doesn't matter. You don't need to know every step. You just need to identify the next step. Find that next step, take it, and take the next one. If you need help identifying your first step, which for many people is which passion to go after or what is your passion, I have a webinar you can watch that will help you find that passion that you should identify, bring to life, and start to make money from it. I'm going to give you a URL and I want you to go watch this webinar. It's a free webinar and it's amazing and it'll change your life. It's gogo.mikesocial, M-I-K-E-S-O-C-I-A-L dot com slash passion, P-A-S-S-I-O-N hyphen webinar, W-E-B-I-N-A-R. And that will show you the way to get started. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so proud of you for taking this step and listening. Now, get ready to take your next step. See you when I do. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. To connect with me, find me on Instagram at Mike Lemieux, M-I-K-E-L-E-M-I-E-U-X, or go to my website, MikeSocial.com. I'd love to hear from you. See you next time.